0: Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Justin Kinney. He has a PhD in international relations. He's a researcher as well as author, Justin. Welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: I loved to learn, but I was never one of those guys that liked to learn in a formal situation like a school. So I'm curious, did you always have this deep desire to learn, but but to learn in the context of getting like a PhD? Because that takes a lot of commitment
1: and time. It does. I I, kind of joke that I've been a perpetual student for a long time. I keep going back to school. I, I really place a lot of value. I really find a lot of interest and excitement in learning. Uh, from from the experts from those in the fields uh, and so that as you said the kind of the formal education is is one way of doing that and I think you can learn in a lot of different ways but I, I have continued to keep going back to the formal academic setting it's a uh, an area where I think it's it's just fascinating people so many people around you they' are so intelligent you can learn from uh, that you, you can teach as well if you're on on that side of things and it, Especially at the undergrad level, I think it's, it's an area where people are really kind of defining themselves and learning who they are. And so just being in that environment is something that's really invigorated me for, for many, many years. And I, I've gone on, gotten a master's, I've gotten a PhD. Uh, and I, I just love that academic environment.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if people realize because I'm a keynote speaker and this way I for a living for like the last 20 years. And so you have some keynote speakers like myself who had a lot of corporate experience I used to work for American Express. But I then mean, you have some keynote speakers that have a lot of what would you have? They have like they have a PhD in some kind of field, and from there there is experts. So for, for people that are out there that you can take two different routes as a keynote speaker, you can always do the jump in the trenches, become a business owner. work for a a big business or in your case you have this this deep depth of background i have one client for instance has a phd out of france and i told her you know how much weight that has when you go speaking because she didn't know like she doesn't know about the business side of speaking so just same same thing with you justin it's it's a great uh, potential career to get into now going back to the international relations as i talked to you prior to our podcast if you want to be a global speaker there's so many nuances with culture so i'm curious when you were diving into this field this of international relations, first, define what that means and what did you find interesting about the whole international relations world?
1: Sure. Really? Yeah. So, so the international relations uh, topic is, is something I've been interested in for a long time, but it's something that's, I don't, say, I don't say it's new, but it's really grown in the last, say, 50 years. You know, 100 years ago or so, the world was a very different place, but we've become increasingly global. Uh, to the point where it's so easy to to communicate with people around the world, uh, you know, with a text or a podcast or you know even a phone call. And business in particular has really embraced that, uh, where businesses are now you can't just approach a business from a domestic perspective if if you're really hoping to grow. It's it's increasingly global, and I think studying international relations really helps understand uh, the culture of that, the politics behind it, you know, there's so many different amazing cultures around the world, and each one of them it brings something unique to the table, and I think that learning about that can help you do a couple of things. It can help you find your niche in global politics and kind of, especially for your business, but it can also help just deepen your understanding and admiration and respect for such a global world uh, that is... Accessible to us in ways today that it's never been in the past.
0: No, that is amazing because going back to the whole international aspect of life. I mean, sometimes if we don't look at history, we don't really know how fortunate we are. So as you were saying, President President Kennedy was one of our first presidents, if not the first president, that started flying around the world, and that's literally sixty years ago. It's not a lot of time in history. So when you start studying that stuff, I mean, how does it how does it work? I mean, you study. U.S. versus Middle East, U.S. versus Europe, U.S. versus Asia, like how do, how do you, like I'm just curious about like the curriculum or what, what do you like, how, how do they go about framing your education?
1: Yeah, and there are, of course, a few different ways you could go about doing it. Uh, the world is, is so big, you almost have to, I don't say specialize, but you do, you, you can't approach it all at once. I think that's, that's one thing you just, you can't do. Um, most curriculums will start by looking at, at American politics and then using drawing on that as uh, a comparison, especially if you're in, in America, because that, that's what we know. That's what we grew up uh, learning. And so kind of I, I started learning American politics. And then you kind of move and see how does this compare to other countries. But there's kind of two avenues. Uh, you can either go and specialize in one area, like Middle East or something, which uh, you become an expert in that area in the politics, the culture, the religion, all of those things, or you can kind of look at it globally as, you know, how does international trade work at the international level with, with things like the UN uh, or the WTO and some of these like, major international organizations that, that really try to do it globally. Uh, and so I really focus more on that perspective. Uh, now I did. I did. I did have a specialty as well. I specialized in, in radicalization and extremism. So things like terrorist groups, which means kind of by default. Uh, my specialty is Middle East because that's where so much of it happens today. But I really tried to approach it more from kind of a global. How does the world handle these you know conflicts? Uh, civil wars, terrorism, but also on the trade business front as well interesting
0: let's talk about that i mean why do you think um unfortunately in the middle east like i've actually spoken in Saudi arabia as well as palestine and even east jerusalem so what, what are some things let's say someone wants to do business in the middle east what are some suggestions comments things that we might you might want to just share because again not everyone has, has had the opportunity to go in those areas
1: sure yeah and then the middle east is to me is one of the more, more fascinating places just because of the history there and I think that's kind of where you have to start if you want to do business is understand the Middle East has a history that goes back long before really even most parts of the world. I mean, the, the cradle of civilization, right, is, literally, is yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's it's literally the oldest places on Earth. And so much of the history and culture there carries through to today. And so if you really want to get involved in the Middle East, and I've, I've been to a couple places there. I've been in Palestine. I've been in Jordan. I've been in Israel. And it's, it's, it's just a very different atmosphere because you, you can feel the history. You can yeah, feel yeah. the culture that has existed there for centuries, millennia, really. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so I think if, if you're looking to do business there, you need to t- take that kind of long-term approach that, that the culture there is not something that's that spawned in the last 250 years like the United States. You know, it's it, they have deep, deep history and a deep respect for history that we just can't Access here in the United States because we, we just don't have that. Yeah, uh, you know, they have buildings that are in use that are many times more many many times older than our entire country here in the, in America. Even
0: a tree, you know.
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's climbing the wall, yeah.
0: uh, and I mean that quite seriously. So. Oh, literally, yes. Justin. I think
1: it's it's totally amazing because they have this deep respect and the culture is there to go back so long. But you really need to understand where they're coming from, just from a historical perspective, a religious perspective, another one, obviously, we haven't talked about, but that's a big deal. And just what the culture is, because there's so many cultures in the Middle East, and it's not monolithic at all, uh, but they all go back at least centuries, if not millennia. Yeah. And like you said, the whole Fertile Crescent, if you
0: read a book by Jared Diamond, talks about well, a lot of historians talk about how like the whole 12,000 years when we started farming, the, the, the livestock we had were in that area. But I really appreciate, Justin, the unique perspective you bring, meaning you, you have a PhD in international relations, but you also have a, a specialist or you're, you're very aware of terrorism. But you you shared the aspect of the fact that I wish everyone was like you, meaning we should all be open-minded and want to learn because, unfortunately, in America and in some places in the world, we might have a very negative connotation about certain areas, like the Middle East, for instance, because maybe one person or one thing. And I, I just appreciate you just saying, look, it, there's a lot of culture and depth and roots there, so I encourage everyone to learn from you, because I think that's what all of us could do. I mean, have you always had this very um, curious perspective? Because I always want to inspire our listeners to be like our guests, frankly. So have you always had this uh, a curious mind?
1: You know, I have. My parents would would tell you the same thing. Uh, I was a big reader as a kid, uh, to the point where I would frequently ignore what they were uh, <laughs> asking me to do, and my mom uh, was was never thrilled with that. But uh, it's it's been a very curious life. You know, I've I've always been wanting to learn. I uh, started reading young. I was, which is a testament to my parents. They they taught me very young, uh, and I've always wanted to just devour books. I mean, I, I would. My mom would tell the story, we would go to the library when I was really young, and we'd check out like 50 books in one setting, and I'd go uh, through them all. How old were you? Oh, this was, I don't know, uh, pro- I mean, pretty much, pretty much all, all through elementary school, really. <laughs> I mean, it, we would check out books to the, to the level of the libra- librarians would have no idea what to do with it. Uh, we'd, we'd carry boxes to the, to the front desk. So I've always been That's interested awesome, in learning. Man. Yeah, and it's just, it just carried over and over. As I said, I keep going back to school to learn more. I love traveling. I would love to hit every country in the world at some point, although I know that's uh, a bit of a pipe dream potentially, but I I just, I love to eat that up. Awesome.
0: Justin, thank you so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests connect and stay in touch with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I have, uh, like a lot of people, social media accounts you can find. I'm on Twitter. It's Justin R underscore Kinney. Uh, you can find me on Facebook too, although it's a little bit different. Uh, I didn't mention this, but I actually write mystery novels. Uh, and I'm, so my author name is J. Robert Kinney. You can find my page there as well on Facebook and connect with me. Happy to talk with anybody about anything. It doesn't have to be just just authoring. Uh, awesome. And those would probably be the two best avenues to, to reach me.
0: Great. Justin, thank you so much for your time. Have a great day. Well, Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Gifters podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.